Even when you try to maintain a healthy diet, it can be tough to get all of the nutrients you need for long-term health. Care of makes it super easy and even fun to figure out what vitamins and supplements are best for your diet and lifestyle. Go to takecareof.com and take a short quiz to get your personalized vitamin recommendation. Use offer code AMR at checkout for 50% off your first month of vitamins. This podcast is brought to you by Audible.com, the internet's leading provider of audiobooks with more than 150,000 downloadable titles across all types of literature, including fiction, nonfiction, and periodicals. For a free audiobook of your choice, go to audiblepodcast.com mother. Welcome to another Mother Runner. This is Sarah in Portland. And this is Dimity in Denver, just back from the, the all-important casting appointment. Oh, are you going <laughs> Which, to be in a play or a movie, Dimity? Exactly, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm going to be cast as um, Allison Janney in The West Wing. Um, no, so, Amelia, you guys have been so sweet asking about her and sending her um, good vibes and love. And uh, yeah, I think everything is going well, but you know, you just can't move it fast enough. I mean, and I know that feeling from having broken my wrist in being in the elbow cast you just feel really stuck you know uh-huh. and it's especially it's her right hand so she just you know like she can't do crafts she can't draw she can't you know i mean yes obviously she can do it with her left hand but she's like i said earlier on the other one she's not a go get them kind of girl uh-huh. like it's not it's not a challenge she is willing to take on so um, we, we won't be calling her ambidextrous amelia anytime soon no we won't we won't um and and she w- actually wasn't even going to get a cast this time Ooh. they were just going to put she has a plaster splint that's keeping her arm the way it needs to be which is great it's all set everything is good nothing has moved new bone new bone growth has happened mm. i know this is scintillating <laughs> um but i mean she's been dying for a cast as, as any sixth grader is you know sure. Sure, I mean, yeah. It's fun, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um and so he was gonna rewrap it in, in the East Bandage, and I was like, Oh, is there any way she can get a cast? She would love it. <laughs> so he casted it, and I mean he just put ca- uh whatever the cast material is over her splint that or her I don't know what the words are. Uh-huh. It's plaster. It's not moving. Her arm has not moved in, you know, a long time. Uh-huh. Week and and it's not gonna move for another two weeks. Um uh-huh. and then she still has to wear her um her splint. Uh, what's it called? Her sling. Yes. It's called split. That's what really bummed her out is that oh. she still has to wear her sling because it's black and it's ugly and it hurts her oh, neck. Oh, come on, but, mom. Can't you like bedazzle it well, or like I know. puffy Actually, paint? I came home and I looked on the web. You can order, you know, a, with cute fabric and stuff. Oh, I mean, sure. I on Etsy. Her, I bet there's some on Etsy. <laughs> <laughs> there is. There is. I mean, it has to get here quickly, though. That's the thing. Pay for, I mean, pay for expedited shipping because you're that yes. kind of mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I will. I will. She'll pick it out and she gets to pick the trim and all that. So mm-hmm. anyway, so that's the news from here, basically, which is um, it's all good. And, you know, to me, I'm like, sweet. The bone hasn't moved two more weeks and we're moving along. And Amelia, it, I mean, it feels like, you know, three years and i mean she's we're in the doctor's office and she's you know they're just complimenting her on how great she's been and how you know how she has no pain and she's done all the right things and mm-hmm. they cast her and then um and then they walk out and you know and they're follow, they're they're done and she just starts crying oh. <laughs> 
like, oh, you sweet girl. I mean, oh, she you know, held it she together. Just, uh-huh. She held it together, and then as soon as it was, you know, as soon as she could just let it let it go, she did. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, oh God. Anyway, so that's that's the biggest news from around here. What 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 do you have on your calendar, Sarah? Well, oh well, but I do have to say, talking about Amelia reminds me of um, that the twins are going. John and Daphne are going to start cross country this afternoon. Oh, good. Uh, um, yes, and it's a program through a local running store out here called Foot Traffic. And they did um, it last year, and, and people who've been longtime listeners will remember my debacle of um, t- taking the wrong way to get to their final big interdisciplinary meet, and so they missed it. Uh, <laughs> and then, then they did the track program in the spring, and there's one coach there named Michael who has taken a keen interest in John's running, and so John just out of the blue said, oh, mom, is cross country starting soon? Because I promised Michael I would do it in the fall. And I'm like, oh, wow, okay. Like usually it's Daphne who's on top of things. And I like this in you, John. I, of course, didn't point that out. I had that thought. I didn't say it out loud. Um, yes, yeah, so they are going to do cross country um, Monday and Wednesday and then soccer Tuesday, Thursday. But their mother, their mother runner, uh, ha- I have an a 21.5. 21 and a half mile run on Saturday. I did not have to run long today as I have the past two Wednesdays. Um, so yeah, so it will be the longest run and let's hope it will be the, the longest run. Of yeah, my I was going to say, do you know if you're going farther than that? I do not. You know, I, I like uh-huh. to be, oh, well, I, I, in a way, I think, I think I, uh, the big thing is going to be our Ragnar relay, which we, I will leave for two weeks from today. And my legs equal 26.8 miles over the oh, course sure. of two days. So I think that might count. That might get me, <laughs> that gets me extra credit. Um, so I'm hoping that, that, that then in between the two of them, I know she said that next week is a cutback week. So. Oh, good. Okay. Yes. So, and then, and then after Ragnar, there's only three weeks until the marathon. So um, time, I mean, t- tell Amelia she will blink and time will pass. I, mean, I know, I know. <laughs> it I know like it will, but you know, it just feels like forever. <laughs> oh, I you're know. hauling around this like broken wing, you know. Oh, but yeah. yes, wow. So that's great. Good yes. for you. Yeah. I did um, I did 10 mm-hmm. after that. If, if you listened last week, I went 10 on Friday and decided that would, that would officially mark my long run mm-hmm. Going training. into double digits. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And um and I and I and I mapped it out. You'd be proud of me. I, I sat down with my calendar and I decided I, I am just gonna go up to eighteen. Uh-huh. Um but I did map it out, so I figured out exactly when I'm gonna do that. Um so I'm Oh, going... I see you put it on a calendar, not that you ma- I was like, You don't know how to find a ten mile run around your house. I thought <laughs> no, that's no. what you meant by mapping. Uh-huh. Yeah, I gave each run a date. So I, I think I'm doing ten, kind of going up ten, twelve, fourteen, sixteen, eighteen, but giving myself some cutback weeks in between mm-hmm. each week let's see how many times we can just... use the term cutback in this podcast yeah, exactly i'm gonna cut back on that right. and um yeah so it should be good i mean i ran this morning again with melanie that the woman that i ran into last oh, yes. week uh-huh. she had eight she's following the train like a mother finish it plan and i'm like who puts eight miles that is a long way to go on a weekday morning i mean <laughs> i gotta say <laughs> it does i know that um i remember i was on jury duty one time when i was Gosh, I could probably remember which marathon was. But anyway, I had to run 10 miles on a Wednesday morning when I had jury duty. And it was pouring rain, just buckets of rain coming down. And I was like, oh, it's on the plan. I got to do it. And it was a fairly miserable 10 miles. But I got done and, you know. That's that's a great segue into our guest today, right, Sarah? Mm-hmm. People following the 
Train Like a Mother Finish It plan. We've got two of them that are going to be on today um, with a very special reason in mind and that they are our cadets is mm-hmm. what they're calling them for the Saucony 26 Strong program, which is which paired um, people like ourselves, some of us more experienced marathoners <laughs> than others, but, um, you know, kind of expert slash coach runners mm-hmm. with um, first time marathoners. And we've got our two first timers coming on today to talk about how their training is going. I know, I know. And we're looking forward to this because also because then um, that is why you're training for the Philadelphia Marathon and why once I'm done with Victoria, I will switch my focus to Philly. But so then after the race, we will have them on again. So this is kind of for people to get to know them, hear their running backgrounds, see where they are in their training, you know, their thoughts toward going toward their first 26.2. So we're pleased to bring on Kelly and Allison. But first, a word from our sponsor. Hi, Allison Wiest here from Portland, Oregon, the guest host from this year's Summer Reading Podcast. Whatever the season, it's a great time to listen to a book from audible.com a leading provider of audiobooks with over 150,000 downloadable titles. After you've listened to this week's podcast, you can pop over to audible.com and download a free audiobook to try out their service. If you're in the mood for a literary debut, why not listen to We Are Not Ourselves by Matthew Thomas. This family saga set in the 20th century will appeal to fans of Alice McDermott and Julia Glass. British mystery lovers should check out the series by Rennie Airth, A-I-R-T-H, starting with the first book in the series, River of Darkness. Airth's writing puts me in mind of Charles Todd and Jacqueline Winspear. So to download one of these books for free, or another one of your choice, go to audiblepodcast.com slash mother. That's audiblepodcast.com slash mother. Now... Back to the show. So first up is Kelly Pollock, who is my cadet. This is Dimity. Um, Kelly is an attorney in Raleigh, North Carolina. She has two kids, and um, and like I said earlier, she's taking on her first marathon. So um, so welcome, Kelly. Thank you. It's nice to hear your voice, and I'll be we'll be listening to each other for a long time at the end of November. We'll have a couple good quality hours together. <laughs> Absolutely. Awesome. Awesome. Well, so just to get people um, introduced to you, can you talk a little bit about what your running background is? I am probably a fairly novice runner. I um, was not an athletic person before I took up running. I really didn't do much of anything. I didn't play sports in high school or college. Um, And I started running to lose weight. I started doing Weight Watchers and I've lost 70 pounds since January of 2013. Awesome. uh, Thank you. I've been running about 18 months um, in total, a little over 18 months. Yeah. Yep, and I have um, tried four half marathons. I am not a speedy runner, but I do get the job done. So I am a novice runner tackling her first marathon. Nice, nice. Um, So what made you decide to step up to a 26.2-mile race? Well, I'm extremely goal-oriented. I always have to have a goal, something in mind to keep me motivated. And I have run four half marathons, and I thought to myself um, that I wanted to give it a try. I run with the Fleet Feet group here in um, Carborough. I actually work um, in another town and live in Chapel Hill, and we have a really strong Fleet Feet. Yeah, we have a really strong Fleet Feet program, and I started running with them. I started out in their No Boundaries program. Mm -hmm. Um, 
doing the run walk method and then worked my way up to my first half and then ran four halves. And when I trained in the spring with the half and full group, several of the women in my group attempted the full marathon at the Raleigh rock and roll. And I thought, you know, maybe I want to do that. Um, and I sort of figured if I never did it, I would always wonder if I could have or should have. So why not go for it? Mm-hmm. And then when you all, I went to your um, Another Mother Runner party in Raleigh, mm-hmm. and you all said, announced the 26 Strong program. And I thought, well, might as well throw my hat in the ring for that, because if I'm going to do 26.2 miles, I might as well do it with some help. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Well, so that's why I have you in my head is from Raleigh. It's like, I'm sorry about yeah. that. No, 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 that's okay. Yeah. It's funny. It's uh, like, oh, you're from Minnesota? Do you know John Thompson? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but but we did run into it was you and your daughter that we ran into at the that Dimity saw at the well, yeah, Rock and Roll it was Expo. funny. Coming, yeah, yeah. Coming, yeah, so I my first mar- half marathon was the Disney Princess and I took my daughter with me and she had followed she knew that I followed your blog, she knew that I had read your books. It helped me when I started out on my running journey to sort of s- prove that a woman with a special my daughter has ADHD a special needs 10 year old and a 2 year old could actually get out there and do this thing called running and I didn't have to feel guilty for taking time for myself and doing the things that made me a better mother and a better and a better runner um and so she was excited when we went to the expo to meet you guys and she met you guys and I got her one of your another princess runner t-shirts. So then she was actually wearing it at the Raleigh expo and Dimity spotted us from across the room. From across the room, <laughs> your eyes met. Uh-huh. Yes. Well, it's so funny because usually when I go to the bathroom at the expos, I was, I was coming either coming or going to the bathroom. And usually I remember it was like a Saturday afternoon, which is when expos are most crowded. And uh-huh. so I kind of just keep my head down because I want to get to the bathroom and get back. And I just kind of, I like the safety of the booth. <laughs> I've been to enough expos that I kind of like to have my space behind our table and not be in the middle of a crowd. But I saw that and I was so excited. I'm like, oh, I got to go over and say, yay, thank you for buying that shirt. Um, and I didn't even know it was you. I mean, I knew that I'd seen you at the party, but I didn't know that you were eventually going to turn out to be my cadet. So that's so fun that it all kind of worked it was out like that. Fun. And you actually took her picture at the uh, Disney Expo because she was wearing Sauconies. You guys both had on similar oh. Sauconies and you posted her picture on your Instagram account she was so excited <laughs> look at that oh it was gosh. it was kismet it was meant to be meant it to be. really and was. All, the, all the while I had, I had no idea what your name was kelly <laughs> 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 but look at here we are together that's awesome that's awesome well good well so tell us how is your training going i kind of know but fill in the, the for the rest of the world how it's going i think it's going really well it's really really hot and sticky here mm-hmm. um and I think it's making me feel bad about my ability because, boy, I'll tell you, it's hot and we are struggling. I run um, Tuesdays on my own, Thursdays with my um, smaller running group, my best running friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I run on Saturday with the Fleet Feet group, which also has members from my regular running group. And we are all just looking at ourselves going, how are we even making it? It is so hot and sweaty. So aside from being hot and sweaty, I think it's going really well. Dimity has been great about working with me on tweaking the plan a little bit. I'm not going to lie that TLAM marathon training plan is hard, Mm -hmm. but (laughs) I think it is a good plan because I really feel like I'm going to be prepared when I get there. Um, these you're really, totally are going to be prepared. Yeah. These really long runs um, and, and ramping. So it's interesting because fleet feet has a training program, which I don't think has enough miles in it. Mm. Um, my female friends who finished the rock and roll marathon really ended up walking the last six miles. Wow. Um, 
they only did two long, really long runs. They did an 18 miler and a 20 miler and they didn't do the hard workouts during the week. Mm -hmm. Um, so I love Fleet Feet. It's great. I have good friends there. I shop there all the time, but I don't think their training program is tough enough. Um, and I don't think I'd be prepared if I wasn't doing the y'all's plan. I really think y'all's plan works. I have another friend who's doing the New York road runners cause she's running New York and even her plan is not as heavy on the mouth. <laughs> this one is, you know, I think, I, I think you guys are tougher than New York. <laughs> I, I think, I think in our defense. Um, so Christine Hinton, you know, put together the plan. She's a, a mother runner and a coach in, in Maryland. And so we got, you know, there's eight um, of the normal plans in uh, Train Like a Mother. And so when they came in, I don't know, Dimity, maybe it was just me, but they definitely seemed like just a blur of numbers. And it was just like, whoa, it was like like almost being in like, I don't know, a vat of um, number soup or something. And so, you know, I mean, we edited them and, and, you know, put them all in format and, you know, it sussed it out. And as I recall, we, we changed, I think we tame down the half marathon, marathon finishing plan, plan. But, because yeah. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. I think this seems a little ambitious. And I, I, you know, now sometimes we'll look at it and be like, wow, wow, this is really, really, really good. Um, so <laughs> it is, it's challenging. I mean, it's definitely going to set you up well, if you can get through it. And I mean, I think that the, you know, the beauty of it is, is there's, there's rest days, um, every week, obviously. And there's also a day that you can take off every week and there's cross training. Mm -hmm. And Kelly and I, um, when we kind of connected at the beginning of her training cycle, she talked about how she really three days a week is what her body can handle. And, you know, she's, um, about the same age as I am. And that's kind of where I am too, even though, you know, I've been running for a little bit more than 18 months. (laughs) You should have fresh legs, Kelly, fresh legs. Um, I have have going to be 43 year old tomorrow legs. Oh, happy (laughs) early birthday. Tomorrow. Happy early birthday. Tomorrow's my, tomorrow's my half birthday. It's like we're almost twins. So I find that I got, I have to put two days between between the long run and the next run. So I run long runs on Saturdays and then run again on Tuesday. I ran eight miles yesterday and I do really well. And I'm itching by Tuesday to run again. So mm-hmm. I think that's probably a really good sign, but you know, the plan is tough. When you first see it, you think, Oh my God, those are so, so many long runs. But now that I'm in it and I'm in a routine, I really, I'm sure it's going to do me really well on the, at the end of the day, I really think we're going to, I'm going to do well because I've laid down all these miles. So I like the plan. Good. Good. Good, well, answer. good. good answer. Good <laughs> answer. Well, no, well, and, genuinely. And, and going back, just, I mean, just circling back for one more minute about how it's adaptable. I mean, I was just talking in the introduction about how I ran with my friend Melanie this morning and she, and she's following it for the New York city marathon. Mm-hmm. And she's got the 18 miler coming up this weekend and she's actually doing a trail half marathon. And I told her about you because you're going to run rock and roll Montreal the weekend that you're supposed to do 18. And I just said, go, go run 13, practice your race nutrition. You know, you can pick up the pace a little bit, but don't worry about those extra five, you know? So, I mean, there's definitely places where you can tweak it and you don't have to follow it to the letter, unlike um, a certain other co-host I have here. <laughs> yeah, I know Allison is is claiming that Sarah's a little bit of a taskmaster. <laughs> um, I think I'm like, go swim for half an hour. Breaststroke is fine. We'll be good. The side stroke. <laughs> I never learned the freestyle breathing, so Dimity's been very kind with my backstroke and breaststroke. <laughs> um, how, how many ways can we mix this up? Well, so, so what is the biggest hurdle to getting your workout so far? I mean, has it been the mileage? Has it been the heat? Is it something else? 
I was already running regularly three days a week. Um, it's really been the cross training. I was never real diligent about the cross training. I did do some arm work because I wanted to wear a tank top to the Ironman. So I spent three months doing arm weights and planks and stuff, trying to get my arms a little bit defined so that I wouldn't feel bad wearing a tank top. And I got there. But I have to tell you what's the toughest about me is not getting the runs in, not slogging through the miles. It's trying to get those cross training sessions in. And I know it pays off, so I am trying very hard to be diligent about them. And I have to tell you that bar routine is just a butt kicker. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's good, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, I have to ask. So you went to Ironman for what reason? I ran um, as a relay. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I did Ironman 70.3 Raleigh as a relay, and I was the runner. Nice. Nice. When was that? Uh, June 1st. Oh, exciting. Were were you an all-women's team? No, we had a male for our biker. A man? Uh-huh. We did have a man. We had a man for our biker, and the name of our team was Overeducated and Underprepared because <laughs> between three of us, we had seven advanced degrees. Nice, nice. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, overeducated, underprepared, and um, overextended in your debts, maybe, too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> your school loans. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so I do have to say getting those cross-training sessions in, but I am trying to be diligent. In fact, my daughter is very good about reminding me to do them because she likes to watch the videos. Mm-hmm. And she liked it. I watched the one with Dimity and her nephew, and Carly was very enthralled with Dimity's <laughs> nephew. Plus, I also have a lab. Oh, and my oh. lab does the exact same thing that Dimity's lab does during the pictures while I'm on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> hello, hello. Yes, I, was, I uh, lo- always love it when Mason, Dimity's dog, is in the videos. <laughs> Yes, Pepper, if you could video me, would be doing exactly the same thing. She puts her paw on my arm exactly the same way. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. So now, do you look ahead to race day? Are you pretty much keeping your head down? Like, what's your strategy? I very much look forward to all my race days. I actually, while I'm running, visualize myself finishing. Oh, that's great. Yeah, it does. It helps me. I visualize success. I visualize what it will be like out on the course. I spend a lot of time thinking about it. It helps. Um, and I do that for all my races down the road. My daughter and I are doing the Rebel Challenge at Disneyland. And so I'm even thinking far ahead to January of what we're going to wear for our costumes and visualize myself while we're running through Disneyland. So, And I, yeah. have, to, I have to ask, do you visualize yourself like you know you sign up and then immediately start because i gotta say that i only this past week have i started to visualize myself at the victoria marathon which i'm doing october 12th that i and then i so i'm curious how soon you start visualizing pretty much right away Mm -hmm. i have eyes on the prize goal oriented looking down the road you know figuring out what's the end result Mm -hmm. nice nice well, and so, and talk a little bit about um, your nutrition, Kelly, because I think this is helpful. You have kind of had a couple battles with um, not feeling so hot on runs, right? Yeah. So I have one of those queasy stomachs, morning sickness, like you wouldn't believe five, six months throwing up in the trash can under my desk. <laughs> I cannot ride a roller coaster. I can't ride in the back seat of a car. So I have queasy stomach issue anyway. Um, and I also don't have a gallbladder because I lost that to one of my pregnancies with oh. gallstones. <laughs> 
Does that but have anything I... to do with nutrition or is that just the good? No, you just want to toss that you. in there. Yeah. No, no, you have to be really careful about what you eat when you don't have a gallbladder because you can't process a lot of high fat food. Oh. Who knew? Who knew? Yeah. So, so when you're when you're like slagging at mile 23, you're going to be like, oh, I don't have a gallbladder. gallbladder. You're like, suck it up, buttercup. You're like, I don't have my wisdom <laughs> teeth. Just shut up. I don't have those either. Yeah, no. <laughs> oh, God, Dimity, so, you know, come on, we're going to have to remove something from Dimity so she can just like pull and it'll be a surprise, you know? Oh, I don't have a, I, I had my Morton's neuroma removed, so I don't feel the bottom of my right foot. So that's something. Well, so you your really gallbladder can't. will be an issue and you I'll really be like, my foot is numb. It doesn't matter. Faster, 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 faster. No, so I have struggled. I have never been able to eat the traditional runner food. I cannot stand the texture or the sweetness of goo. Um, I can't do the sport beans. They make me feel sick. I did find something that has now been discontinued. Sharkies <laughs> for organ- made out of organic um, corn, uh, cane sugar instead of mm-hmm. high fructose corn syrup. And they worked for a while, but they discontinued them. I bought them all on Amazon, so you can't find them anymore. <laughs> nice. Um, so you have the hoarder. I, have, I am. I have hoarded all the Sharkies. If the zombies come from my family, we will be able to live off of sport juice. <laughs> She also hoards watermelon. You also hoard watermelon noon, right? Because it's seasonal and you love it. It is. It's my favorite flavor. I take it on all my runs that aren't early morning because I do take the cherry limeade early morning because I need the caffeine. But I do hoard the watermelon noon because they only offer it in the summer so i have literally a basket of it in the pantry and no everyone knows not to and touch it's, it and it's booby traps so that if your children try to steal <laughs> <Exactly>. one <laughs> but so i have struggled um in the heat the sugar from the goo is not working for me and i saw them i mean i saw the chews come back up last weekend <laughs> Ooh. T-M-I, do, you, T-M-I. do you have an Instagram photo of it? I do not, but my running buddies did witness it and were like, oh, you okay? And I'm like, yes, I'm fine. Let's keep going. You have to get back to the car. Um, so I tried last week on Dimity's advice and the advice of another friend I have who has done Ironman races to try out real food. So I took um, Uncrustables, those little frozen peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. I took one of those on the run and I ate it. It was fine. I didn't really have any stomach trouble. I mean, I I didn't want to go out and eat a breakfast buffet when I was done running, but it worked for me. So I think real food is going to be the key. Wait, I have a question. Why did you use the those frozen things instead of just making your own PB&J and carrying that? Because it's very portable. It comes in a little wrapper and the oh. edges are sealed so mm. the peanut butter doesn't and jelly don't leak out because I wear a hydration pack, so I would drop it in the back of the backpack. Oh, so it's like a PB&J pocket. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then they, they're frozen, so it doesn't melt until you're... Oh, clever in- woman. So you put it in there frozen? I did. Oh, look at that. Oh, my gosh. Um, so in Hot Pockets, that wasn't an option for you? No, no, no. I don't eat no, those. No melted cheese. We'll save that for after this. Exactly, exactly. So I have struggled with that, but I think that worked. I also um, am thinking I might take some pretzels next go around too so mm-hmm. just make sure to have a lot of hydration with that i do i, I have tried those and you're kind of <laughs> with your mouth after you know you're like it's a little dry yes. <laughs> yeah. that's great well so um so what's your biggest dream for race day kelly what what, what are you hoping happens um in philadelphia that it's not 95% humidity. Amen. Amen. <laughs> I'll take that. I think we can all capitalize. We can all buy into that dream. Yeah. You know? yeah. And we can so all funnel not, our energy toward it and put our, you know, put our 
the energy out there into the universe and that will affect the weather, I think. Don't you think? Yes, I think so. Mm-hmm. I think so. I read some race reports that other people from last year, I think it was in the mid 60s last year. Oh, I know year. last year. Oh, re- I went on marathonguide.com and was reading about it and everyone was like, oh, the weather was perfect. I'm like, oh, that means it's going to be terrible this year. <laughs> yeah, it'll either be 90 or 30. <laughs> yeah, because I did the Philly half in. Um, I think 2010, and boy, we had really good weather. It was slightly overcast, and it was a nice crisp temperature. And um, so I, I don't know. I, I'm afraid that I sort of might have blown my Philly race wad, but um, for weather. <laughs> <laughs> you ruined it for all of us, Sarah. I it did. I did. I am that powerful. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So, well, then that would be your greatest fear then would be humidity on race day. Or do you have, uh, you know. A... Yes, the humidity and then seeing whatever I ate for breakfast again. Yes. <laughs> on the course. Uh-huh. <laughs> on the course. Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And now you ladies are planning on doing run walk during the race. Am I correct? I think we are. I think we are. Right now I'm at 6-1 intervals. Um, I would like to work up to 9-1. So basically I'm really only taking one walk, break a mile, or through the aid stations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we get there. I think, I, think so. I think it's worked really well for you, especially because you've been training in such challenging conditions. Um, I think it's, I think, you know, we talked about this a little bit in the podcast last week, but I just think for your first marathon, like we want to be steady and we want to not feel like total H E double L when you get to about mile 21, you know, mm-hmm. um, and that, that's my goal. I, mentally, I had to wrap my head around it. You know, everybody thinks, oh, I'm not a real runner. If I take walk breaks, I've run whole half marathons without walking, but I, I just felt Dimity suggested and I initially rejected it. And then I got out there and started running in the heat and thinking, you know, I, think it's a good strategy and I talked to a lot of my friends who have about the same running skills that I do and they all said that they ended up walking at the end mm-hmm. all the way walking mm-hmm. but if they had done intervals perhaps they would have been able to finish stronger yeah because I think that would um I you know I, I walked part of my last half marathon and it just you know if you're not planning on it it can be um really dejecting and so that mm-hmm. you know if you are planning on it then it doesn't you don't feel like, oh, I'm wussing out or something during that minute. You're like, okay, this is part of the part of the overall scheme. I'm good with this. And and I I think uh, finishing strong, you know, that's sometimes how I sign train like a mother is finish strong. So um, I think Well and, and it should be said that you are getting faster. I mean Oh, I'm definitely like, much like faster. you know, like you're definitely becoming a much stronger or faster runner through and I mean, talk about that a little bit. Well, and it's it's definitely true. Over throughout this entire training, I'm definitely much faster than I used to be. I've shaved probably about fifteen or twenty seconds off my mile nice. pace. Nice. Um, I actually ran an eight seventeen mile, which for me is a really big deal. Yeah, for um, anybody, that's a big deal. That's awesome. Yeah, so I, I can't sustain it, but I did do it for one mile. Um, that was my fastest mile. So I'm definitely getting faster. And even it's funny because when I run with my Fleet Feet group, because of the pace I run, it's almost all women. We do have one man. Um, he, we call him our father runner because he does have kids. <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> um, but we, it's interesting because as soon as I mentioned that I needed to run intervals for my long runs, I had several people who I could tell were immediately relieved and offered to stick with me throughout our entire training doing intervals. So I've got two women who always will run intervals with me. Everybody else want, you know, doesn't want to do the intervals, but the funny thing is we run past them Mm -hmm. and then we drop back and then we run past them because our pace during the intervals is faster than theirs running. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I do have to point out to you, Dimity is an insanely fast walker. 
So am I. Oh, good. Oh, you two are perfectly matched. I mean, except her legs are much longer than mine. She's an entire foot taller than I am. <laughs> Which makes for great pictures. I'm gonna look like your mother, not your co-writer. I'm only five foot four. It's <laughs> all right. That's all right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll, no, I'll look I got my shoulders, Kelly. I'll, I'll throw you up in like a basket, you know, like a cheerleader or something. It's funny because during the Ironman, I got hyponutremic, which was mm-hmm. another another nutrition mistake. Um, and I was walking the last couple of miles and there was this man who ran to, up to me and he said, you are the fastest blank bad word <laughs> r- walker I have ever seen. I have been trying to catch you for a mile. Nice. <laughs> he said, nice. you are making me feel so bad about myself. <laughs> oh, you two. Just a little hip swing, right? Just a little hip exactly. swing and you got it going. You two are the perfect match then because. I mean, at airports, I'm like, oh, yeah, that woman about 40 feet ahead of me, that's my business partner. I'm traveling with her. Yeah. Uh-uh. Exactly. I am a fast. And even it's funny because when we're doing intervals, my group is saying, you're walking too fast. <laughs> no, I'm not. Come on, y'all move it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So now now the, the money question, you said that you, uh, with the visualization and that you think about what you're going to be wearing. So what do you have your outfit picked out? For November I have 23rd. Three, I have three outfits picked oh up. <laughs> let me interrupt you for one second, Kelly. I, I love you dearly and I can't wait to run this with you, but I get these emails from you that are very long. Like she's an attorney, she thinks about things from all angles <laughs> and has to process everything. And then at the end of one of them, she said, Am I overthinking this? <laughs> I overthink everything. I <laughs> I like, what can I say? <laughs> So I was, that totally cracked me up. Am I overthinking this? Who am I kidding? I overthink everything. So I love that. You, so this is you right here. Three outfits already picked out. I love it. What, what do you got on, on tap? One for if it's warm. One for if it's the temperature it's supposed to be, according to weather.com. And one for if it's really cold. Oh my. How about one for, I, if it's, one for if it's wet? Yes. Okay. I have a waterproof Patagonia jacket. Okay. No, no waterproof. No waterproof. Yeah, no. that us wear it. Sorry. Yeah, how about a vest? You know, a nice Saucony vest. Yeah, I do. And I actually ordered, you know, Saucony let us place a fall order. And I ordered this pair of capris that comes, it's black with a gray pattern on them. And they Mm -hmm. have them at feet and they're so cute. And I'm waiting for them to come. And if I like them, then they will be the medium temperature outfit. You're so funny because I just uh, placed my fall order yesterday. And I'm like, I really hope they have the pattern one because pattern capris are the thing now. I know. Wait, wait, you guys could be twins. Kelly, I think, I mean, hopefully they have them in. We've had a couple inventory issues, but if they have them in, we are gonna we're gonna i think we need to match so i mean i think we're definitely if those come in we've got our saucony bottoms and then either you know um a mother runner shirt or a saucony shirt i think i think we should look like you know twins minus a foot difference yes exactly <laughs> and a hair color yes and a hair color and maybe a couple other things but you, you all know. you all don't run in the same saucony shoes do you i wear cortanas i know that's mm-hmm. what you wear sometimes sarah i have yeah. i have do wear cortanas yeah. sometimes yeah. yeah i don't wear cortanas but that's okay and dim would have the men's colorway but um. anyway yeah so they wouldn't match anyway but uh-huh. but oh i'm so excited i think we're gonna have such a great day and um i mean i'm so proud of how you've trained so far and your diligence and um and how well everything is going and how well you're taking care of yourself because train like a mother plan or not Marathon training is really hard, and you've really got to kind of tune in and listen in and make sure that you don't push it um, past a point where you can't come back from injury, and that hasn't happened to you. So, um, so yay. So let's go 26 strong, right? Absolutely. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, Kelly. Thanks, guys. Talk to you later. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. You're moving on, you're moving on.
on, I want to introduce my cadet, Allison Polici. She is a kindergarten teacher who lives in my hometown of Stamford, Connecticut. And Allison is the mother of two. And she is sitting in her car outside of school because school just let out. So thanks for joining us, Allison. No problem. It's my pleasure. So I hope it's not too hot or maybe you have your windows open or something like that. Yeah, I pumped the air conditioning before I got in, so hopefully it stays cool. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the things we do. The things we do. I know. It's definitely picked up since we went back to school, so the heat has come back full force. Oh, no. So so tell us, we just talked to um, Kelly Pollock, Dimity's cadet, so now it's your turn. So tell us a bit about your running background, please. Sure. My running background actually is pretty short because I didn't really truly start running until after my two children were born. Um, I used to be kind of a gym rat and always at the gym and swimming and things like that. But then once babysitters and feedings and things like that got in the way, I kind of threw them into the double stroller and started walking and then started running and then progressed from there. So I've really truly been running um, for about the past two, two and a half years. How, How old are your kids, Allison? My daughter is five and a half, and my son is seven. Nice. Okay. So once they were old enough to sit in the stroller for an extended amount of time, I kind of started stepping it up. Wow. And so you would run on the streets of Stanford, which have very few sidewalks and are very windy. And um, you you ran on the – did you run on the street with the kids? I did run out on the street. Luckily, where I am, there's a few quieter roads that are really – um, kind of side street, so I would do like a. It was like a, it was almost like a little track, kind of. It was like a two mile loop around this one area, so that people would see me going around and around a few times as I upped my miles. But we would go out and back a few times, and hopefully one of them would fall asleep and get a little bit of a reprieve. But um, yeah, the streets definitely are not pedestrian friendly here, so we have to be careful about where we were going. Exactly. Yeah, my parents are always kind of worried about me when I visit them. So, so what's tell us kind of about your racing background and how you decide to step up to a marathon. Um, well, my racing background is kind of interesting. I, I always wanted to do a marathon, and I said before I turn 40, I want to do one. Um, so I'm kept getting my goal in two years early. Mm-hmm. So um, prior to that, I wanted to try a half marathon, and it was interesting because um, actually, Sarah, you had hosted a little mother runner dinner mm-hmm. um, a few years back, and I got a chance to meet with some mother runners. And they were all talking about their experience and how they had done a half, and I was kind of hesitant to step up to it. And after talking to them, I was like, you know what, I'm just going to give it a try, and whatever happens, happens. And after that, I was kind of hooked. And um, prior to that, I had done a few, like, local 5Ks, not really, like, racing, just going out there to support the community events. Um, And then I stepped it up to the half, and then I've done, let's see, I've done four halves. I did a 20K on Monday and um, a few 10Ks in between there as well. So since around 2013, it was my first half. I have to say, Dimity, I swear I'll let you ask a question. That's fine. That I have to say that um, I so vividly remember that when we when we met in person and we were I was visiting my parents and um, organized like you said a get together and I just you were seated across from me at that big long table and I remember you just were like no oh no 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 I couldn't go that far oh no 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 I I definitely couldn't do a half marathon like that's too much and just pretty much everybody was like well let's pounce on Allison and convince her she can do this exactly. (laughs) 
That's exactly what happened. And everybody was so great about doing it and supporting me. And um, I kind of uh, hit it off with a couple of, a few of the moms that are local. And, you know, we started exchanging emails and they were a great source to like kind of rely on with questions and like support throughout the whole event and checking in on me. So it was really nice to have that support of the other moms that knew what I was going through. It wasn't like I was talking to someone that didn't have kids and didn't have a job. We all were kind of in the same boat training for it. Right. And Ileana from our Ragnar team last year, that's one of those women, right? Yeah, absolutely. Ileana. And then B was also one of them. And I can't remember her last name right now. Yeah. She lives over in uh, New York State. Uh, over near yeah, Carmel, yeah, New York. Yeah, she exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Awesome. And then, and then I, after this, I'll let Dimity ask a question. But then, um, it, so we were talking with Kelly about Dimity and her paths crossing several times. And so then you and I, the, the very next day after that dinner, I was at Trader Joe's over in <laughs> Darien. And then, exactly. and then there you were. So. We were there. You had, I think, one of your children. I, and I had both of mine in tow. I didn't. And it's so funny because I remember being alone and then I was telling on the kids about just just within the past couple of days I said something about you and um Phoebe goes Phoebe my older daughter goes oh I know I met her I'm like when did you meet Allison I'm like you know and she said at Trader Joe's that time when we were out at grandma's house I'm like yeah, I'm glad totally it totally not. stood out in your <laughs> With mind. our affinity for products from Trader Joe's. <laughs> right, 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 nice. right. <sighs> so, that is awesome. Well, so how's your training going, Allison? You said you just ran a 20K. So, I mean, so how how's your training going and how did that go? Um, so my training so far has been going really well. The summer has been fantastic out here. It's been cool. It has not been humid except for Monday when I ran the 20K. It was the hottest oh, and the most humid that it's been all summer. <laughs> Um, so that was rough. So the training has been going really well because the weather has been totally agreeable. Um, the 20K was hot and humid. Thankfully, there was a lot of crowd support, and people came out with hoses and sprinklers and cups of ice and hosed us all down, and then the fire department opened the hydrants on us. Um, so I know. When you, when you awesome told me that to in email, that. I just was like, oh, my gosh, like that's extreme to have, you know, people, yeah. people doing all that. That's like big effort to cool people down. I know. It was amazing. I have to say, I, I've done a couple of the races now, and this one was in New Haven, and by far, this was the best crowd support that I've ever seen. People just came out of their houses, the whole family, little kids, everything, cheering everybody on, and it was awesome to see. And like I said, nice. they came out with the hoses and hosed us all down, so that was a huge help. Yeah, and brag, yeah. About, brag about your time a little bit, what your goal was and, and how you narrowly missed it. But given the heat, I mean, I think you I think you rocked yeah, it. Yeah, I, I was trying to keep my pace. Um, I was trying to hit my goal pace around like a 945 mile. Um, but then I, I was doing pretty well through the first half. But then the heat was really taking its toll on me. And um, I came in around an average, uh, an average pace of around 958. So I missed my goal of sub two hours by about, uh, five minutes, I think it was. So overall, I was really happy with that because of the heat and the humidity. So I'm hopeful because we are running in Philly in November. It's not going to be hot and humid. So I'm hoping it's that not. my pace will be on track. Yeah. Yeah. We've already put it out in the universe that it's not going to, well, it's definitely not going to be humid and hot. Probably not. Yeah. I mean, November, the end of November. I mean, come on. Like that's, that is definitely winter is approaching. Yeah, I, I'm just hoping that it's not snowing, actually. <laughs> oh, see, and coming from Portland, I'm, I just envision, coming from Portland, I envision rain, so, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, you never know at that point in the year. It could be, you kind of get a mixed bag at that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Well, so, and have you been able to get, are you following the Train Like a Mother Finish It plan pretty closely, or are you amending it, or what's, what's kind of your um, training um, strategy? 
I have been following it pretty closely. I started, um, school started for us last week. So in the past two weeks, it's been a little bit off. And then with the 20K, that was a little bit of a change because my long run was supposed to be 15 miles this weekend. And then when I touched base with Sarah, we kind of amended that because I was racing on Monday. So I did a shorter run on Saturday and then the race on Sunday. I'm sorry, Monday. And then um, I was supposed to run three miles today, just to kind of an easy run, but my foot was bothering me a little bit. Mm. So I held off on that, and I'm going to jump back in tomorrow because it's feeling a little bit better today. I don't know if it's just from being back on my feet all day or racing or whatever, so I just wanted to hold off and not push it too much. So I have been following it closely um, as best as I can, um, and so far it's so, so good. Yeah, well, good, good for you. Good you're listening to your body then. That's that's what. Yes, absolutely. If, if I were your coach, that's what I'd say. Oh wait, I am. <laughs> <laughs> you are my coach. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I will admit that uh, you and I have not had as close um, contact as Dimity and Kelly have had. There, she's been. Um... We've been exchanging our email, so mm-hmm. yeah. we've been doing it that way and giving yes. me feedback as I email you with all my questions. Oh yeah, no. And we got in our in-person run when I was out there seeing my parents. Uh, we did. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You thought that was human? That was nothing compared to Monday. <laughs> really? Really? Because that was so humid. Oh, my goodness. I oh, mean... that, that was like, that was fantastic weather. <laughs> oh, shoot. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, wow. So um, so since I haven't been giving you a, a ton of training advice, um, what's been the best training advice you've gotten, whether it's been from us or our page or from someone else? Actually, it is what we were just talking about, and, and it's something that um, Ileana, one of the other mother runners, and she posted on Facebook as she's training for her marathon. She's just listening to her body mm-hmm. and letting it take a break when it needs a break and running when she's feeling comfortable with it and going at what works for her. And I was like, you know what? That's the advice I have to take. I just have to know that I'm going to put my best effort forth and try my best. And when I need to take a break, then I just need to take a break because I'm that type A personality where I need to check off the plan as I'm going through it and make sure I'm following it. And if it doesn't fit me that day, then I'm just going to have to ease off and adjust as need be. Mm -hmm. So kind of right goes right in with what we were talking about. Good, good, good. That's awesome. What about, what about, what's been the biggest surprise for you so far? Are you um, amazed at it's uh, how far you've run, <laughs> which would be um, pretty normal. Or, I mean, is there something that's kind of surprised you? You know, I have to say the biggest surprise for me is, so now that I'm back at work um, and it's darker in the morning, I'm a morning runner. After school, I can't get my runs in. And I've been getting up 4.30, 4.45 to get my runs in on the treadmill. Um, for, you. for me, that's like huge because I hate the treadmill and to get up before five o'clock is even harder. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm kind of surprised in myself that I know, you know, my husband's even commented on it cause he's training for America, his first marathon as well. He's like, you're just going out there and doing it. You're following the plan and you're just, you know, dedicated to it. So I think that I'm surprised that I'm able to get out of bed at four 30 in the morning. (laughs) Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. And and the distance and the distance and the quantity of running, because usually I was like an every other day runner. Mm -hmm. So now I'm running, you know, four to five times a week. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think that keeping pace with that as well has been a surprise to me that I was able to do it. So, so your husband's, he's training for New York, right? He is training for New York. We both put in and he got in and I didn't. And but I got to run with you guys, so I got even better. <laughs> Thank you. That's sweet of you. So how how has it been being a uh, two-marathon training family? Um, well, we did have to succumb and buy a treadmill mm-hmm. because it's getting darker earlier and not the sun's not coming up. <laughs> so we've been doing that. And um, 
for our long runs, we try, which is actually interesting because we hadn't done this before, we try and go out together on our long runs. So we get a babysitter over. Usually my mother-in-law is wonderful, and my dad comes over and hangs out with the kids nice. for an extended amount of time on a Saturday <laughs> or Sunday morning, and we go out on our runs together. Um, so that's been interesting, trying to do that. So And you all interesting. run. So is that is that interesting in quotation marks? Like Because I, I can't really run with my husband. I mean, are you guys a, a similar pace, or is it is it kind of – has it been challenging? Just um, to no, I think it's been good because um, he he kind of pushes me a little bit harder sometimes. Sure. You know, I'll kind of just go along, but, um, you know, I'm trying to keep, just because he's also 6'1", so he's a little bit taller than I am, so he has that longer stride, so I'll try and keep up with him. Or um, it's nice because I'll be able to try different routes that I may not have done on my own. Sure. Um, just for safety reasons, so I know if he's with me that we can go out into different areas. Um, so that's added a nice aspect to it, to be doing that. Um, and I usually run by myself, so just having someone else to run with and to talk to as I'm running, um, that's made it interesting. So I think it's kind of like a, a mix of the different interesting, but it's all been positive because we're both getting out there and getting it done, so it's been nice. That's awesome. Do you find it's that funny. you... Oh, go, go ahead. ahead. Oh, I was going to say, do you all find you have, like, big conversations, or is it just, you know, kind of chit chat or like do you like save like the meaty issues for you know miles 10 to 15 i think it's kind of yeah it's a little bit of a mix of both depending on what's going on um sometimes it's nice because you know the kids tugging at us so we can have some conversations that we wouldn't be able to have or we'd have to have them at like after bedtime Uh um so we'll have that but usually it's just kind of we're talking about running and trying to figure out our plan and his race i think is his is november 2nd so i think that's three weeks before us so we're kind of um looking at where he is and where i am and um, just comparing notes and things like that. So it's just, just kind of back and forth, depending on whatever's at that moment. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's just pure silence, <laughs> which is nice, <I> too. <laughs> which I have to say, so I ran, I, I, I've written a couple times about how I can't run with Grant, my husband. And um, this right. this is uh, on Sunday, um, we were up in the mountains and uh, we went for a trail run together. And he's like, can I come? And I was like, um, I don't know. You know, like I was kind of like, mm, I don't know. This is my special trail run. And I'm like, sure, of course you can come. And um and so I followed him the whole way. So it was a, it's a narrow trail. So I couldn't be side by side with him. So there were no expectation of conversation, which that's, that's the part right. that bums me out is that I, you know, I expect to have these deep conversations and instead it's just like grunts, you know? Um, but then <laughs> yeah. we get back down to the stream, which is, um, we had our dog with us too, which was fun. And, and Mason went to go get a drink of water and, um, I was like, so, so, you know, how's the pace? And he's like, or he asked me, how's the pace? And I was like, oh, it's good. You know, I feel like I'm, you know, I'm working hard, but not too hard. He's like, well, I'm not really pushing it. And I was like, oh, you <laughs> so then you, like, then you say that here. I am all proud that I'm keeping up with you. And then you tell me that you're not really pushing it. Like, so I hope you held his face under the water, under the stream <laughs> yeah, for a little yeah. while. <laughs> say that again. <laughs> yeah. What's your answer now, Grant? Huh? <laughs> Uh, oh, but it, and here you and here you. But and, I, I, I am very much. Uh, I am very. Um, I don't know what the word is. I'm impressed. I'm impressed that you and your husband can go long together. I am too. That's a, yeah, that's a that's a skill that not all married couples have. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know if it's a you know an invention of necessity or if we enjoy it, but I think we do enjoy it. But you know, it definitely makes the weekends a little bit easier because if we're both out there for you know three to four hours at a time, we wouldn't have time to do anything. Oh, so I know. Way yeah. We get it done and we can get on with the rest of the weekend with everything else. Right, 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 right. So, uh, so what's your biggest dream for race day? Oh, 
my biggest dream for race day, um, of course, to finish. But I want to finish with a smile on my face. <laughs> That's my hope. I, I really, um, you know, I have a goal in mind, um, and we talked about it. But um, I'm hoping, I'm hoping it's not too um, excessive. But I do want to hopefully hit my goal and around there and just want it and be injury free and just enjoy every minute of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a good goal. Good goal. Um, and then, then the, the big question, um, do you have your outfit picked out? You know, I've been thinking about my outfit. I've been trying to figure it out. But like I said, you never know what kind of weather you're going to get in November on the east. So I kind of have some ideas. Um, I'm loving my saucony pants, the, the leggings and the capris that I got. So I definitely know that those in there. I'm just trying to figure out the top, uh-huh. what I'm going to do with it. But I, I'm not a, I haven't run in like a tutu or anything like that. Oh, um, so I, I don't have, know if we're going to do that. We'll I hadn't even considered about our outfit. We hadn't even talked because we had a big Kelly has three outfits planned. Um, so for, for, <laughs> really? for, yeah, for, you know, hot already weather. Laid out. Yes. Laid out. <laughs> right. <laughs> she has the safety pins exactly. already safety open. Pins on the shirt ready to go. <laughs> yeah, so, so, um, so, but we did, so we, uh, Dimity and Kelly decided that, um, they are hopefully going to wear the same pattern Saucony capris, and but there was no talk of tutus. So now you know mm, I'm going to have. Oh, I don't know. I don't think it's. I don't think it's a tutu race for me. I, I'm stepping back from the tutu on this one. <laughs> You're going to um, fear the tutu, Dimity. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I get to wear a tutu. I don't know if I'm a tutu person. Yeah, but no. Um, I, I th- love the people that do wear them. I don't know. I'm kind of sensory, so to have like all that stuff on me might be too much for me. Yeah, yeah, no, I, th- yeah, I, I, I had not given it any thought. I say we wear Saucony bottoms, and then um, hopefully it'll be warm enough that we can just wear a long sleeve tech tee, and so we'll wear. Yeah, that's uh, what I'm hoping for because, like I said, I don't know what the weather will be like. So a nice little, maybe, maybe it'll be warm enough we can get a short sleeve in there. That would be nice ooh, too. Ever I haven't given it too much thought. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> Good. Well, good, good. Well, um, congratulations again on your 20K. That, that it sounds like you Thank persevered. You. That was awesome. And uh, we so look forward to seeing you in Philadelphia. Yeah, can't wait for it. It's going to be awesome. Good. Keep up Keep the good work. Keep up the good work, work Allison. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. Okay, so November 23rd can't come soon enough, right? I know. I, know. I just need to do a couple more runs, and then and then we'll uh, and then we'll be ready. <laughs> oh my gosh, I felt a little twinge in my knee this morning. I'm like, it's okay. I just need to get through October 12th, and then I'm like, nope, I have to get through November 23rd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it seems like they are raring to go. I'm excited. I'm so excited for them. It's so cool um, to be able to experience it with them. And just, you know, I mean, it's fun to, cause you, like someone said recently, like you only have one first for everything for running. So to kind of be a little, you know, kind of angel on their shoulder as they get to experience their first is, is the next best thing. Right. We also wrote that in run like a mother. <laughs> About the first. That's the, I forget. What oh, maybe the, that's where I heard it. <laughs> I was reading, I was reading our old book. I don't let's, know. Let's quote ourselves, shall we? <laughs> so, well, if you, if you want to hear more from us, you can uh, go to our. Wait, wait, wait. But, but before, don't, don't go there yet. We got to oh, well, talk was, about our. I was going to um, do that Bammer and then go there. Yeah, yeah. All right. Book so, club, right? So we get, so this is the final reminder for the, um, the new, the first a first, um, another yeah. mother runner reading slash book club. And the reason it is so timely is that you have until next Tuesday to read the book, which is On the Road to Find Out, which is a young adult novel written by Rachel Tor, who is a 
professor and a writer and an ultramarathoner, and she's going to be on our next podcast. And so if you want to read that book, it is a young adult novel that focuses on a high school senior who's taking up running while she is navigating the gauntlet of the college admissions process. And I know I've been hearing a lot from people on Twitter that they've um, you know, bought it or checked it out of the library and they're diving into it. So I'm really excited about that. So in addition, very excited. We now have a phone number that people can call if they want to leave their questions. We are so click and clacked. I know. I was about to say, watch out, car talk. Here come the mother runners. <laughs> yeah. So, so if you have a question that you want um, to be heard on the air for Rachel tour, the number that you can call and it goes directly to voicemail is 470 badass one. So that is 470-223-2771. Again, that's 470-223-2771. And please leave your voicemail with your question by the end of Tuesday, September 9th. That's next And it would be nice if you said, hey, this is, you know, Dimity calling from Denver or something like that. So we know a little bit. You don't have to, you know, give us your whole bio or resume, but Mm -hmm. more than just an anonymous question. And then we'll we'll use this line um, going forward, Sarah, for random questions and other fun stuff, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes, we will. So uh, we're all excited when we do our next Q&A to have people leave questions on the voicemail. So I'm, I'm very excited. And our Alex, our producer and I, we searched high and low. It's kind of hard to find a Google voice number these days. So we were trying all these words. We were like mother or running and all this stuff. And suddenly I'm like, badass, badass. Let's look for that. <laughs> sweet, sweet. Good yes. thinking guys. Good yeah. thinking. Yeah. So, um, so join us on our Facebook page, which is run like a mother, the book. Our websites are anothermotherrunner.com and motherrunnerstore.com. On Twitter and Instagram, we are at the Mother Runner. Our books that are in existence right now, Run Like a Mother and Train Like a Mother, are available on Amazon. And our new book, Tales from Another Mother Runner, is available for pre-order on Amazon. It comes out next March. And uh, no matter where you're running, many happy miles to you. Mm-hmm.